0: Jay Kavner, thank you very much for coming down. What's happening, lads? Thank you very much for having How me. How are you on. keeping? How's the week been?
1: Good, yeah. Long. Yeah. Woke, <laughs> woke wokeful. Very wokeful. Very That's wokeful. the way I've described my <laughs> weeks lately. Um, busy. Like it's it's good, but it's, it's all madness, but it's good madness. You know yeah, you? Good yeah. problems to have, as I always say. Exactly, obviously. exactly.
0: We have a little tradition on the podcast where we kick off each episode with a question the previous guest left. So our last guest was Keane McCartan who's an amateur mma fighter he's left a question for you that lee is going to read out Brilliant. yes he did so kane's question was well it was a two-part kind yeah. of question really? the first one was do you have a short-term goal and does your short-term goal lead to your long-term goal
1: that's a good question <laughs> Cain, that's a good question Wherever they come comment that's a good question um yeah so short-term goal for me would be obviously just take social media where the highest i can take it for the rest of the year and um, obviously now i'm just shy of 25k on instagram just yeah, yeah after passing 70k on TikTok, so okay. ideally i'd like to hit 100k on both big goal for a short time especially do you know what i mean i've always done a thing off one of my friends called adam power he said does this thing he does marketing and he does with his client he goes abc goals so okay. an a goal is basically something that you can achieve within the next two weeks three weeks B goal being the next month, two months. And then a C goal is your biggest goal, like like that, your long-term goal. Okay, yeah. So I think A goal is definitely get to 50k on Instagram, which I think is possible with the rating kind of going at now, with the content I'm putting out, just from the analytics and analysing everything and being really like over the top of everything yeah, yeah, looking yeah. at the little small things. I think it's definitely achievable. So um, yeah, to answer the question, sorry, short-term <laughs> goal, definitely build up the, the Instagram and the TikTok. Um, and then long-term goal, try and get to over 100k by the end of the year.
0: With that long-term goal of being at 100k, even beyond that, let's say you hit the point where you're at 100k, what would you like to do once you're at that point? Like, what's the? Do you have an idea what the big play is for you?
1: Yeah, so the big play, obviously, like with, with my social media, I've always said like that I want to help as many people as possible. But like when I first started social media, the way I wanted to do it was that I want to obviously help people, inspire yeah. people, motivate people, to chase their dreams, no matter the circumstance. And you can kind of see that a little bit in my content. And I want to just keep going with that. I want to keep doing it, like bring it to fruition all the time. Do you know what I mean? Like there's a fellow that I follow called Johnny Davis, um, but I don't know whether you know him no. he does a lot of running, he just ran the the underground of London, like the chill, the oh, really? whole length of the chill. but it was five hundred and 60 kilometers or something.
0: Some guy will sweat yeah. you down there as it's, well. It's <laughs> crazy. Like,
1: um, so basically what he's done is he started social media, and he's built like a run club Say off it, but he has thousands of people coming out with him, like just going on runs, something so simple. But because of that, you're helping people like with, say, mental, physical, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like stuff yeah. like that. I'd love that kind of stuff, do you know? Um, so that's what ideally what I'd like to do. I'd like to obviously go and do a little bit more presenting. And um, I'd love to just do so many things. Like I have so many things in my head, and um, that I want to kind of do because at the end of the day, why not like try everything? Yeah. You know, oh, life is short, um, right. but yeah, long time goal. Like, I have obviously build the socials, help as many people as possible, and um, do a bit a little bit more presenting and um, travel a lot more. I want to travel oh. a lot more, I want to try and be a lot more kind of like in the moment, the present. Because lately, the way things have gone, I've only kind of done every like I've tried to do it, but it hasn't really worked, yeah. And um, which I know is. It's kind of really good to be in the moment and be present with, with yourself and where you are and how far you've come and all that kind mm-hmm, of stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's, uh, that's the big goals for me. It? <laughs> no, it's a good
0: one. The, um, yes.
1: It's kind of hard to believe that you have a life outside of Instagram
0: with the amount of time you're posting <laughs> on it.
1: It's crazy. What
0: you know? does a day in the life of Jake having look like when you're away from your phone?
1: Yeah, so when I'm away from my phone, <laughs> like I get up, obviously... Because I'm trying at the moment I'm trying for a photo shoot in December. When one of my friends tried something, so he's um, he's doing this thing with creators saying that, like, doesn't matter how busy you are, you can still train, you can still be in the best shape of your life, do you know what I mean? No matter what. Um, I've definitely put that to the test by getting <laughs> up at five o'clock every morning. Yeah, yeah. It is absolutely boxy, it is like just not the one. But at the end of the day, if you really do want something, if you really want to work so- towards something, you're going to do it no matter what, do mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Um, I, have to keep telling myself that every morning because yeah, it's yeah, yeah. just it's so difficult getting up in the morning like <laughs> but yeah so i normally start my day by getting up a quarter past five leave the house for about 20 past five get to the gym because mm-hmm. the gym is really close to me it's really good i think if the gym was a little bit further, that it kind of like yeah, put me yeah. off a little a bit, bit more friction like, a yeah. little bit more driving like join me and so i get to the gym every morning for about 20 to s- 20 to 6 yeah 20 to 6 i get in start my workout finish up after about an hour an hour and a half and um, come home get showered get changed breakfast out the door for work eight hours done then i'd come home and like obviously when i'm on like i get little breaks from work or whatever whenever i can or sometimes i'll schedule posting and all that kind of stuff which is a really big tool like it's just making your life easier using all these tools to make your life easier Um, especially with social media so many tools out there that can make things so much like so much more seamless you know what i mean yeah Um. so obviously i'd work come home do more editing record more content if i have work on like say if I have events on that kind of stuff, I'll have content already there done that yeah, I can yeah. just post then, do you know what I mean? So I'm not kind of I'm not stressing myself as much now. I still stress not putting out like as much content as yeah, I want. Yeah, like yeah. um like my my thing at the minute is I'm trying to upload four times a day, which I've done kind of really consistently myself over the last kind of two months, three months. Um now obviously you have your days where I've only uploaded twice or three times, do you know what I mean? mm-hmm. but like that it's more than one a day. Like I've uploaded more than once a day over the last like four months or something. So nice. <laughs> Consistent, then I come home, go to bed, do it all again.
0: What's interesting about you, Jay, is for people who hear the word creator, they probably think of someone who just sits on their phone all day coming yeah. up with shit to do. You're an interesting breed who's yeah. <laughs> a creator, but also you're in your final year of an apprenticeship, is it? At the am, moment, yeah, just yeah. tell us a bit about that. What is it your
1: apprenticeship's in? Yeah, so I'm doing at the moment, I'm doing an apprenticeship in electrical engineering, or ESS is the term for the apprentice like that's the apprenticeship yeah. term. Um, so basically, it's Basically, like, I've always had an interest in, like, say, electronics and, like, you know, technology and, like, just kind of, like, it'd be a lot of, um, say, you're doing work on alarms, fire alarms, security stuff, um, you have access control. There's a lot in it, like, depends what type you're doing. Like, you could be doing, like, say, electrical science and all that kind of stuff. That's a whole different fucking ballgame. Okay, yeah, yeah. I I don't know how people do it. Um, But, like, for my job, like, uh, you're using using your brain a lot of the time, like, say, when you go to, say, um if you're doing networking or you're doing like we kind of do sometimes basic cyber security and all that kind of stuff like okay. you need to know like it, there's a lot you need to know in it and um, like I say it is a lot of use in your brain especially with like the likes of say communications the likes of networking the likes of you know bringing systems online and IT and there's a lot in it mm. like I, I don't think a lot of people know how much is really in it I think people that, just yeah. think like it's even for any electrician as well people just think it's just connecting cables and it's yeah, not like yeah like it's it's not as simple as people make it out to be so it's good, like I love my job mm-hmm. and I'm in a really good position that I can say that I actually genuinely love my job mm-hmm. um, and there's a lot of people that won't say that, which makes it really hard for me, do you know what I mean, like eventually if create, being a creator did get to the level that I wanted to get to and it does, like I does hopefully get to, um, it will be quite hard for me to leave my trade and leave my job because like I actually really do like it, do you know what I mean, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it's it's difficult but like, like that you need to kind of take them leaps of faith and mm. go time. for it like, but yeah, hopefully that's, oh, that's a few a, more years down the line. It's but It's a yeah. good
0: problem to have at least, isn't it?
1: Yeah, 100%. Like I've always said, like, I'd recommend to anyone, like I wasn't the best in school, do you know what I mean? And, and I'm sure we'll touch on more of that down the line. Yeah, but yeah. like, just a, a little quick one, like I wasn't the best in school, so apprenticeship for me is perfect. And there's a lot of people like me that like don't like school, aren't the best in school, just not for them, do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? School isn't for everyone. And I think like, I'd like to talk about it more, but like, obviously I just genuinely think the education system in today's age is so outdated. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't, it doesn't teach you life lessons that like you need to know, like do you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, like I obviously didn't like school at all. I think I was out of school more than I was in school. What school did you go to? I went to Fairhouse Community College okay, okay. In, uh, in Fairhouse, but yeah, I think I was out of school more than I was in school. <laughs> you know, that's just from just not wanting to go, yeah, being yeah, totally yeah. honest with you. Um and just feeling like I didn't need it. Like I I used to do um, so the way i used to skip school was so the school used to have my ma's old phone number my ma changed that number but i never changed it over in the school right, after yeah. i was told but it was like you know, i had a little light bulb yeah. like, hmm. <laughs> um, so basically what would happen is i just would normally get dressed as i was going to school say me boys, so go get the bus and i go to the tall library for the whole school day just like either reading or learn about something do you know what i mean and just sitting there for the whole day then I'd go home Get chance back into the school uniform, get the bus home. Oh, how was your day? Yeah, it was great. Yeah, learned loads in school, yeah. And like, <laughs> did that for a solid, like, even through the junior said Like, I only went there for my exams and it was it. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I used to go in, actually, that's a lie. I used to go in for PE. Yeah. Like, football and that was School <laughs> matches, yeah. <That> it, <laughs> yeah, <like>. yeah. <laughs> I have
0: to say, uh, obviously, anyone watching the podcast probably doesn't notice, but we've known you for...
1: Quite two a months while, now, yeah. A while, thereabouts. yeah.
0: And the way we got to know you was uh, when we were, were releasing our book, Better Than Before, and we were reaching out to different people who we thought sort of, sort of embodied that message of yeah. chasing a big vision. Mm-hmm. And we reached out to a lot of people. Most of them ignored us, <laughs> which is fine. Some of them got back and weren't interested. But you were yeah. one of the few who are actually yeah. not only interested, but like you invited us up to yeah. Michaela's house, I think it was. Yeah. And they uh, sat there, had a conversation with us. And even just from the interactions, I think something that came across was that you are always just really down to earth and genuine which I think a lot of people when they hear like social media influencers aren't really words that they'd associate with. Yeah. Those yeah. kind of people. Um, Like growing up, have you always kind of been quite humble and down to earth and as committed as you are now? Or is this something you've kind of learned over time?
1: Um, Like, yeah, like growing up for me, like, like I've, I'll always have time for someone that wants to better themselves because I would have, when I was growing up, I would have loved to like look up to someone like that because I didn't have many people around me that were like doing all these great things and all that kind of stuff. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And... For me, growing up, I've always been taught. Like say, for my aunt would have been like really influential. Me, my aunt, my uncle, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, yeah. Um, my aunt would have been very influential on me, and like my sister. Do you know what I mean? So, like, I've I've kind of grown up in their shadow. If that makes sense. Like, do you know what I mean? I've always learned like have respect for everyone. Always say hello to everyone. Like, don't be, don't think you're bigger than you are. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you can be like I could have. 4 million followers and I know myself I will not change because at the end of the day strip all that back strip all the followers back strip the social media back the money whatever all the accolades you have when you are sitting with yourself on your own that's who you truly are do you know what I mean and people will see that do you know what I mean I could strip it all, all of it back then who are you really do you know what I mean Like, and, I, and if that was to happen I know that I'm I'm the person that'll stop anyone I'll help anyone out because it's, at the end of the day like if you think you know everything that's when you're in trouble do you yeah, know what yeah, I mean yeah. I've always said that and I've always thought like don't get ahead of yourself, don't get over like in over your head. Like and there is a lot of people, especially in the online like creator economy, that do get in over their head, think that are better than everyone, and then a couple of months down the line, something happens, scandals yeah, yeah. or something come out and then what are you left with? Yeah I have always said like when you're on your way up to the top, bring as many people as you can with you because if anything happens and you're falling back down that fucking ladder, you need to go past the people that you fucking shit on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at the end of the day, it's all about being humble. I think I really do believe in being humble. I really like um just me, like being humble. I just I, I just never seen like what's the point of not being humble? Do you know what I mean? I'm probably ramble on a bit like a little bit. I'm still getting used to obviously ah, yeah, podcasts on. and all that kind of stuff, but like there's just there's no need not to be humble and not to help people out, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Definitely. Where did you grow up, Jay? Where,
1: where So I grew up in Rossfield in uh Jobstown. Yeah, nice. So for anyone that knows, uh Jobstown is a very um let's say Eventful area. <laughs> <laughs> good word. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a very eventful area. Um, but listen, at the end of the day, I've always said it. Like, them kinds of estates is where you meet the nicest people and the most down to earth people and the people that will help you out the most. The, yeah. now, obviously, you have people that are just, some people are just different than others, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, they go different paths and all that kind of stuff. But like, you, yeah. I feel like council estates, especially, is where you meet the nicest people.
0: I actually heard an interesting stat about Jobstown. We were chatting to the people from the inner the other day, and you might know, but I think it was it was recent enough. I think it was in the last like five years or something. But Jobstown yeah. as an area had the highest, let's say, population or percentage of people who commit suicide yeah. out of every other area mm. in the country. So out of everywhere in the country, Jobstown had the highest concentration of suicides. <laughs> growing up in the area and stuff like that, would you would that have been something that was present, or you heard much of growing up,
1: or um? Not in terms of like not in terms of committing suicide and all that kind of stuff. Like obviously mental health wasn't like as it was now, like yeah. it wasn't it, like it's non existent, you know what I mean? Like, um but no, I wouldn't have heard of that. Like me growing up, having jobs now so for where I was, like I was in kind of an alright path. So I was out like looking on the ministry. Yeah. Um so I wasn't really in the estate. Right, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. But like it's madness like growing up in all you know, you'd see, like Rob Cash is going up on the field, burnt out and like do you know what I mean? It's mad and like it's it's crazy, but like that though like, it's kind of, I would kind of rather that, like, I'm happy that that happened, because then yeah. you're saying, like, like, fuck this, like, do you know what I mean, like, I don't want to stay here for the rest of my life, mm-hmm. and that, mm-hmm. from very early on, that's, like, for me, like, seeing that kind of stuff, and then seeing, obviously, people on corners and all that kind of stuff, do you know what I mean, like, it's just, it's not worth it, like, you do yeah. you and all that kind of stuff, listen, I couldn't give a fuck what anyone does, um like, you, you have your own, your own life, you can do whatever you want, but for me, like, I just didn't want to do that, and it didn't want to, like, Go down that kind of path, you know, what I mean? Like, and yeah. I think there is a moment in time where, you, like, for everyone, I think, especially that lives like kind of around them areas and all kind of stuff, there is a time where you do have a choice to make what path you are going to go down. And thankfully, I made the right one. And I think it was definitely down to, down to the like the few people that had me circle at that time. Yeah. Um, the few people I looked up to and like listened to that did guide me in the right direction. So I'm I'm That's always grateful for that, like John, you know because I, mean? yeah. I could have went one or two ways. I hope, thankfully it went the right way yeah it did. we had a, a teacher
0: in secondary school i don't know if he ever said it to you his name was Mister. Dull. and uh because we come from Oak, which would be like a similar yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. area and he'd say it's not where you live it's how you live yeah and uh you touched on there about that comes like a moment in your life where it's kind of there's two paths in front of me and i have to decide which one i want to go down is there any like standout moment to you where mm-hmm. it was like you're at this point now where something's after happening or something's going to happen and i need to choose if i'm going to go on this path or the other one
1: yeah like so i kind of bounced between me my man and when I was younger, so my dad would have lived over in uh, near Cabra in Drumolly. Right. So uh, basically, another eventful area, do you yeah. know what I mean? Like that kind of the side of the city is is probably it's a bit mad, like do you know, what I mean? it's crazy. And like growing up in them areas and like bouncing between the two of them, like just seeing seeing the types of people that you would meet, like seeing the events that would happen, and just it's just not mm-hmm. the one like for me i was like i just don't want to fucking do that like you know what i mean i want to like i used to always watch that youtube and i'd be looking at people like mtv cribs used to be a big thing for me oh you yeah know what I mean? <laughs> like, watching mtv cribs like and all these big houses and these people showing you around the house and like like that's fucking mad like how do you get that like i've always looked at life like that. how do i get that how do we get to that do you know mm-hmm. what i mean And i think that very early on and then like stuff that obviously happened that i'm sure we'll touch on like further in the podcast like it's it's definitely shaped me, like and being in them areas so early on and seeing all the mad fucking shit that happens in terms of like burned out cars, fucking all the mad stuff, do you know what I mean? It it definitely does shape and it does kind of like I say, you can either choose to go down this path or the other path and I think obviously I chose to go down the right one. But yeah, yeah. I don't think there's been a, a real like standout moment where I've kind of been like, Jesus, like I need to fucking do something here. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think it was always like I say me man that struggles, you know what I mean? Like I'm not saying that we were like absolutely dead broke poor, like we weren't, I still had clothes in my back, I still had a roof on my head, like I'm grateful for that, but mm-hmm. obviously mm-hmm. it was hard at times, and I kind of said, I just don't want them, I don't want them troubles, and struggles when I grow up, do you know what I mean, I don't want that for myself, so I wanted to make a change, so I think that would have been, the main kind of driver for me, getting yeah. myself out there, and trying to, as much i can to improve myself do you know what i mean
0: 100 yes i wasn't like one big event that was like just the accumulation of being in these areas in this environment yeah just like, like i
1: think it's it, it's yeah it's just it, being in the environment i just didn't like the environment i was yeah. in and i seen like that like you had the likes of influential programs for me anyway like the mtv cribs you had people talking about like business and all that kind of stuff i used to love business at age, yeah. like and i think a lot of entrepreneurs and like a lot of successful like ceos and all that kind of stuff have always had that passion for it for it a business you know, a passion for business at an early age and I always tried yeah. to make money and like in school and all I used to sell pens and copies and all like oh yeah. I mean? yeah, <laughs> like I was always trying to like get something because them selling them pens and copies like by helping me like say sometimes buy lunch do you know what I mean mm-hmm. like little things like that so like it's yeah like I think the money the money struggles as like was definitely my main driver do you know what I mean yeah makes sense Um, so yeah
0: you mentioned something interesting so you're a man that you went back and forth between those two but you mentioned your auntie had a big impact on you and she was a real like inspirational figure two two two-part questions suppose one why was it your auntie? you think that had such a big impact as opposed to a mother or father let's say and then what was the impact that she had on you
1: ah like fucking my aunt like my auntie was just so influential to me my sisters like like just things happened when we were younger we had to move with my auntie and um we had to move there. I think we moved there for about two years. Me and my sister, and the other two sisters, then as well. They kind of bounced between, their like their nanny and granddad and then my aunties. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was tough. Like it's, it was very fucking tough. Like being totally honest. Like and especially like for people that do have like a man dad that has broken up or separated. Like it is quite tough. Like going from house to house. Like you feel like you never, you never home. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Now we're and it's, I still feel like that now. Like I live with Michaela. I'm living with Michaela nearly four years, and I still don't feel like it's home. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like I, I think I'll always feel like that for the rest of my life. But like it's not a bad thing, do you know what I mean? Like, but that's just obviously the the repercussions of what I have faced, do you know what I mean, When my man dad splitting up, I felt like I'm always bouncing around, I'm always moving around, I was either in my mask, yeah. my aunties, my, aunties, my aunties, my other aunties. Do you know what I mean? I felt like I was never in a place one place for long. Um but like when we moved in with my auntie, like it definitely I learned so much, do you know what I mean? Like who and my uncle, um, I just like I would say my my auntie was more of a to me than anything, do you know what I mean? Like she, like I will always say that she was my ma, and that she brought me up. Do you know what I mean? my um, yeah. me uncle? I don't want to take my anyway, uncle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> much think, what are you fucking talking? About? <laughs> um, but now, like they were so influential. Like she was just such a fucking good person. Do you know what I mean? Um, just the, the teachings like that, making sure that you're always kind of you're always dressed well, you're always prim and proper going to school. You never look like you're like you're in bits or anything yeah. like that. Do you know what I mean? You've always had a shower. You're always clean. Um, and just like even about money and all that kind of stuff you always have to make sure that you you put money in the right places you're not spending stupid money on stupid things mm-hmm. um just like just trying to like teaching it to be an all-around nice person and always have time for everyone and always trying to help everyone out you know what i mean yeah um but yeah like she was like the biggest influence on my life Um, personally growing up around my uncle and i can't like i can never thank them enough for that you know what i mean because if they didn't take us in who knows where me yeah. says that me and me says that's gonna went tonight you know i mean yeah i don't want to even fucking take about oh, where it could have went on, But yeah. i could have went down a totally different pattern, you know what i mean it's just spoiled off like it just it's madness but Daytime. you know she passed away um, a couple of years later then she died of cancer so obviously that was my first big kind of fucking that was my first big like you know tragedy yeah. for me because it was someone that i looked up to as a ma. i think it was a little bit harder because it was prolonged we knew it was happening yeah. and then it was just kind of she was deteriorating like deteriorating all yeah, the years yeah. and eventually then it did happen but it was in a way it was kind of nice the way she did go i was around all of our family all of our loved ones and mm-hmm. um, in a lovely hospice in st mary's in that minds is it uh, what's the fucking place not ramparts uh there's a hospice in what's that fucking place called beside the canals Ugh. If it's outside of Clendalk we don't, yeah, know yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know where it is, somewhere around that's the gonna come back to the Alpacas later on. It was that place, yeah. um, yeah, we we'll give them a shout out when we, yeah, no way. Like, do you know, yeah, it was after kind of, it all, yeah, it was looked after. Like, but at the end of the day, it took a huge impact on me, especially earlier on because I, like, I, I was only like 15 or 16 at the time, so okay, yeah. Um, I had met Mikhail a couple of years and. Like, I'm so happy she was there as well. Like, she's been fucking through the mail. But that's another story yeah, yeah, if I, I forwarded out on the <laughs> we podcast. We have more into oh, that yeah, you know, like, I was, yeah. a, oh, was fucking <laughs> like, you better talk about beyond news today. Yeah. Like, I was like, yeah, we we'll see. Do you know,
0: actually, I mean, just mentioned Michaela, because I always wondered, is your name Jamie or Jason? <laughs> and <laughs> then I was going through your Instagram, <laughs> <laughs> and was, the video of you going through the car wash. Oh, yeah. And she goes, Jamie! But, uh, his name's Jamie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That one yeah.
1: yeah, The amount of people that don't actually know my name is Jamie. Like <laughs> Like, everyone, <laughs> my name is Jamie. <laughs> Jamie Cavanagh, for anyone like, there you go, there's the big secret, uh yeah, no. <laughs> You'll have to coach a birtard now for approval. That's yeah, what yeah. fucking, uh, like, I did be going to events and all, and everyone's like, oh, what's happening, Jay? I was like, ah, oh, yeah, and then Michaela would call me Jamie, like, <laughs> who's Jamie? Who the fuck is Jamie? <laughs> like, and, uh, yeah, like, it's mad. I, I genuinely didn't, didn't think that people yeah. talk. I thought, like, I didn't think Jay was, like, a, a birtard now. What the fuck's the <laughs> calling that child Jay? like do you know what I mean, like it's a nickname. Just like, one letter, just like call, Jay, my, yeah, yeah.
0: call my J Simpson. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's madness, like do you know what I mean? yeah, yeah, um, But yeah, no, yeah, like she was, like the two of them are big, huge influence on my life and mm. they had, they really did shape me yeah, to yeah. what I am now. But like you are saying like them through me, if that makes sense. Yeah,
0: that's right? nice. Well, you mentioned about your sisters as well. What are, do you have older sisters or younger sisters or? No, that?
1: I have, uh, I have, fuck, I had three <laughs> younger sisters. I don't know what I was going to say, father. Um. Yeah. <laughs> so now I have three younger sisters. So one is obviously Carrie. She's the oldest one out of us. She's 19. Um. She's 19, and that's like it's madness. Seeing this is that growing up like yeah, yeah. And, Like it's fucking. It's crazy. <laughs> um. But then I have me two other little sisters. Then they're. Uh, 10 and 11.
0: We can add it yeah, out though. Yeah. I, don't know. <laughs> I, I actually don't know. I think they're 10 and 11.
1: I mean, the ones in 14, ones in 6th class. So that's what, 10, 11? 11, 12? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. 12. Uh, 12. Yeah, 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 12, yeah, yeah, 12, 12 yeah, is somewhere yeah. in there. Somewhere there. You're close enough. <laughs> so you were the only boy, three. I'm the
1: only stand, boy, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I'm the only boy. Um, so yeah, I was the only boy of three sisters. Uh, I was the big brother, as they say. Nice. But yeah, no, I've always been overprotective of my sisters. Oh, yeah. um, not even in a sense, like, oh, any fella fucking goes near them, i Not even that. Like, just I always want them to i don't want them to see or go through the things that i have gone through that's why i've always said Mm -hmm. um and i've tried my best to fucking try and do that like at the end of the day i've said this all the time like i'm not i don't try and be the dad i'm the big brother do you know what i mean and i'm always trying to lead them down the right path because do you know what i mean like it it can be hard to look at like say a father figure and all that kind of stuff and and Mm -hmm. see like am i actually doing the right thing and it's good with that you have someone in your life that is kind of currently doing the thing do you know what i mean mm-hmm. if that makes sense yeah yeah um, that you have someone to kind of look up to and like this is the right way of doing things don't do this do that
0: do you know yeah. what i mean is that something that like are you always conscious of the fact that you've little sisters looking up to you and watching what you're doing
1: No, not really um not really like uh, michael only actually asked me that the other day like we were talking about like social media and how it's like how crazy it's gone for me like and and the influence that i've kind of had on people but see i mm-hmm. don't see that like i just I'm just kind of doing me. Michaela said, like, like, you don't know how many people you're actually helping, do you know what I mean? Like, there's so much more to your social media than you think. Like, every day, like, you're helping people. Like, I know I'm just mad, like, but, like, when I, when I do, obviously, the vlogs or whatever, I do, like, washing the face, washing yeah. the teeth. <laughs> someone texted me the other day and said, like, but you doing that is helping me get up in the morning. So I've always said, like, I couldn't give a fuck what anyone has to say on my comment section. Now, I'm actually lucky in a sense where my comments, my comment section isn't even that bad. Oh, Someone yeah. just said the other day, I did a fashion video I was saying, oh, a bit of scary, wouldn't go with this on the wall. <laughs> I was like, uh, the fuck on <laughs> the comments? That? Like, that's, 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 that. the, that's the height of the bad comments I get, like, and I'm fucking delighted. Like, um, But like, it's madness that, like, something so simple as washing your face, washing your fucking teeth is helping people get up in the morning and actually do that and look after themselves. Like, even with the skincare and all that kind of stuff, there's so many, like, so many fellas that, won't talk about skincare, which I think is my name. Obviously, my fucking skin is in bits at the moment, so no, I'm fucking <laughs> <laughs> Um I, I've, I've been stressed the last. Didn't couple of days, you didn't yeah, no, want no, no, no. to say <laughs> it, yeah. I just even all thinking this going just help me out when it did Um But you're like even a like some men skincare, like not many people talk about it. Like yeah. I don't yeah. think, like I don't mm. see what the big deal is about using a bit of skincare. Yeah. What? Yeah. It's You have to look after yourself. Like uh, at the end of the day, you're your biggest asset. Do you know what I mean? Like and. You need to be looking after yourself. You need to be taking care of your skin. You need to be ta- like getting r- like regularly haircuts or whatever you need to do. Do you know what I mean? Just looking after yourself and maintaining yourself. Yeah. Like going to the gym is a big thing as well. Like do you know what I mean? Like if you, I've always said, for me anyway, like I've seen this now. I've I've heard the quote so many times, but like you get your physical right, you get your mental right, then everything else follows too. So, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, that's and for me, over the last kind of week, a few weeks of being in the gym consistently has been my physical getting right and I can feel my mental getting right then and everything else is just kind of falling into place. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's fucking great. Like the gym is, like I never, I always used to love running, but I never knew the gym, like the impact it have on your mental and your physical. Like it's just crazy. Awesome. Like you as a know that yourself, like better than probably anyone, but like it's it's madness. Oh, massively.
0: Actually, I wanted to change gears a little bit because you, how long have you been with Michaela now? i sorry if I throw you under the bus putting years you know. <laughs> <yours> on <laughs> you know. this, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> I know, I've, I've been with Michaela. Jesus Christ. Me and Michaela met when we were 12 yeah 12 we met, yeah we met when we were 12 so we were friends for like a year and a bit met on a, a mobile toy in Wexford <laughs> oh um, right, yeah, right. So on your mobile proper, like Bebo like
0: or something yeah no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> proper like you know great story I, there's yeah, actually yeah. a funny story about behind me there's a funny story how I actually met Michaela right so right, you'll on. love this you'll love this <laughs> so I used to love meanies remember meanies yeah 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 meanies. absolute legendary cri- bag of Christmas <laughs> and uh, she hated them and obviously I kind of knew of Michaela I had friends on my like on the mobile so like, yeah, and yeah. she was kind of friends with a couple of them so we kind of had mutual friends whatever, and we were, used to all hang around but Michaela was in like so where the mobile is there's a shop and then there's a pack so I was in like a bag of meanies but I <laughs> used to always call from Michaela like saying oh when are we getting a kiss and all like do you know what I mean like used to shout yeah, out I don't yeah. give a fuck like um, and this is back when, like, if you can picture it, like, I had fucking Justin Bieber here, like, I had hair going yeah, down there, yeah, 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 flicks and all, like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> out, <that> was <laughs> the don't the I think all them phones have been deleted. like, you <laughs> know, <laughs> know Anyone can find them on the internet, please do, send me, because <laughs> I've, I've tried very hard to erase that from the internet. <laughs> um, But, yeah, so I called over, like, and then eventually she came over or whatever, and... Uh, she was like, I'm not fucking kissing and them fucking Mikey jokes on there. I was like, what do you mean? Like, she was like, get a chewing gum because I'm not kissing. <laughs> that- and, uh, oh, you want to see me? I was like frantic going, anyone got a chewing gum? Anyone got a chewing gum? And uh, eventually I got a chewing gum. Eventually my breath smelled nice. So then uh, that's how we kind of first met. And then from that we were friends for like a, around a year. And then eventually just got together. And here we are now in 2023. So about just over 10 years.
0: Yeah, nice. we grown too up long. in here. Yeah, <laughs> grown up, obviously your mum and dad were separated. Did that you know, consciously or subconsciously, give you uh, an outlook on relationships that you yeah. think is played through into, obviously, now you're in a long-term relationship.
1: But. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like, like don't don't get me wrong. Like, a relationship is by no means easy. Yeah. Um, it's really not. And I think, like, when it gets hard, I've always kind of learned. I'm saying that, like, when it gets hard, that's it. Then it's done. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I've kind of learned. Like, Michael has helped me see that because, like. The difference in say upbringings, the difference in like family, like she would be really close with her family. Like I mean, like that, like it's madness how close they are. They all live kind of around each other, like they're all like every Halloween, every Christmas and now we do that as well. My family do that, but like it's different. It's not the same, like you know what I mean, it's more so about just to see everyone say hello, do you know what I mean. Yeah, but yeah. Like, she's really close to the whole family, and like the relationship that, like, say, her oh, man and I would have, they married years and years. That, like, me and Michaela, they met when they were young, and mm-hmm. have stayed together ever since. Like, it's amazing. Like, um, but now it, it definitely did see it opened my eyes. My, sorry, I said that again. Yeah, it opened my eyes anyway to like relationships and how relationships should really be. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, yeah, like it definitely, it's it's changed me for the positive. Obviously, like, um, because I'm where I so long, but. Yeah, like I don't, I don't, know if me and Michaela didn't me. Like I'm always looking at things. Like I'm really into that. Like you know, thinking about like in hindsight or like yeah. you know, like what could have happened or what would have happened if this didn't happen. You know, what I mean, and looking into it like that. And like if I didn't meet Michaela, yeah, you'd God, just God me knows. Where <laughs> yeah. I'd be. Like being totally honest, like she is. The, like I will we'll get into that more later, but like she has actually helped me so much. You know, what I mean, like in terms of like learning about relationships, learning about myself like, in terms of what I can actually achieve, do you know what I mean? And I'm so, like, that, so blessed to have someone like that in my
0: life. 100%, man. It's beautiful. And it, yeah. And, and it's rare nowadays, especially, that like you would see yeah. someone being together from that young. Well, we use a kind of relationship, because you see a lot with younger ones, where it's, like, they're on, sort and of on and off every other week. Were you like that, or have you just been <laughs> together consistently throughout the whole time?
1: At the start, like, you obviously, like, we are so young, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. you can't like, me and her like, we were on and off for a bit, like, but we were so young. Um and that's what I'm putting it down to like you don't fucking even know yourself at that age. <laughs> no, what I mean like uh, like whatever about being in a relationship, trying to learn about everyone else, like someone else and their kind of like their whole thing around their life and all. Like, it, how the fuck can you do that at 13, 14 oh. years old? Like, we ran off for a bit, but we'd never we'd never stay away from each other for long. Yep. If that makes sense, I think we always we've always said this and we'll continue to say we always found our way back to each other no matter what. So fucking stealing the bears telling someone or something yeah. like, you know what I mean? something get, like can't that can't get away from her <laughs> <laughs> she can't get away from
0: me and you see like you see your relationship little bits of it on social media and yeah. you still seem to like have a genuine connection with each other yeah and, like it's not a, you see a lot of fake stuff as well yeah. and, like,
1: it doesn't seem fake in any way yeah like especially with the likes of social media nowadays if anything relationships have been like Put on the fucking like on mm, the back corner for yeah, everyone, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, it's 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 crazy. And it, do, you wanna, do you know what I think it is about social media and relationships nowadays? This Stephen Matler has a brilliant fucking quote about this. Uh, social media teaches us that maybe I should be doing something else with someone else in somewhere else. Like, yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, and yeah. I, I think it boils down to like, um, like there's so much, say, say, how do I say it? There's so much things out there, there's so much, say, opportunity out there, there's so many things that yeah. can veer you off, like your relationship and all that kind of stuff, and it's madness, like, and at the end of the day, you you just have to fucking sit down and say they really love this person, they really want to be with this person, and if you don't, then you need to just, be, like, you need to cut toys then, instead of yeah. having it dragged out, you know what I mean, um, but yeah, no, I think social media media's definitely had a, I don't know, like, it, it has a positive and a negative effect on relationships, in my opinion, um, obviously, a yeah, positive and negative and everything, but... I think the negative is really bad do you know what I mean like yeah. it can absolutely absolutely wreck relationships absolutely wreck friendships everything like right? do you know what I mean like yeah, social media yeah. can be such a dangerous place Um, it's madness like yeah but I think social media has definitely taken a, a both positive and negative relationship yeah yeah definitely
0: you know? I th- like 100% I'm not sure on relationships whether it's been overall a net positive or a net negative or relationships in general like there's many positives even from your growing up you know social media or whatever gave you access to stuff like mtv cribs you know you get to see bigger things that you can go on to achieve but on the flip side especially with relationships like if you're having a bad day or the mrs pisses you off or something you know it's like one scroll of the phone and you have access to any woman any race any like yeah. anything that you want so and having that optionality especially at a young age when you're immature you probably don't have great impulse control you probably always do think oh what if the grass is greener somewhere else yeah. like the options are there literally a click of a button away
1: 100% man like you've hit the nail on the head there that's why i was kind of trying to articulate it by saying it like there's so much option out there to yeah you know, yeah like, and, like you say like you have a fight with the misses and all and then you're kind of like like not me anyway but like, yeah Could yeah. be like like a second guessing this relationship mm. and all kinds of stuff like, that. like should i really be doing this like there's so many mm. people out there that i could potentially be with but it's like that it's Bar- like Stephen bartlett quote. it's like that steven bartlett quote goes like join you know me mean? like it's somewhere else with someone else doing with something else, else do You know, what i mean like and it's it's so so true but yeah like it's it's madness yeah. how have
0: you have you and michaela ever like sat down and discussed like obviously you've gotten a lot more popular over the years with mm-hmm. bigger following and stuff yep. has that mm-hmm. affected your relationship and do you communicate about that or what way has that gone
1: um no not really like obviously like my socials have gone quite well or whatever and like yeah it has like really improved in the last kind of couple of years or whatever but no i don't think it's affected i don't think it's affected my relationship anyway and i think Michaela like be be with me on that one like saying i don't think it has affected if anything it's made a relationship stronger being totally honest um it's just i've learned more about Michaela through social media do you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. and how she does things like um like even with her own content do you know what I mean like it's really good so my like I love my relationships you know what I mean it's madness like I know that sounds really soppy and all but like we're so similar do you know what I mean like she does content creation she does social media as well and she's flying as well do you know what I mean and we're both always kind of you know helping each other get to that next level next level next level it's just it's so good and it's so fulfilling having your relationship that ties in with your career and what you want to do do you know what I mean and not a lot of people can say like that mm-hmm, normally mm-hmm. like sometimes relationships the two people are the polar opposites. Yeah, so do you know yeah, what I mean yeah. and just I'm just flash. in such a such a good position and such a grateful position that I, I have a I have a missus that is just exactly like me she's the fe- as Drake says she's the female version of me so <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, definitely. That's nice, man. With growing up then, I know one of the podcasts you were on, I think it might have been the Peer Pods. He was asking you, shout out to Sam from Peer Love Pod, by the way. Nice but um, yeah. I think he was asking at the start, like, how do you like being described? Is it a creator? Is it an influence or whatever else? You said entrepreneur is a word that you like to use to be associated with yourself. And doing a bit of research on you in your background, I know you got involved in entrepreneurship, early days selling pens yeah. and copies and all that crack and some other stuff. Before we get into all that stuff, was there any role models or people you looked up to as you were growing up that were giving you that push down that direction as opposed to the lads on the corner doing other stuff?
1: Um, Yeah, like, growing up for me, it would have been, like, early on, it would have been, like, the likes of you have your Rob Lipsits and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Like, you have them type of people on YouTube and then you have, like, in-person people that would have me auntie, my uncle, um, like, me dad as well, like, do you know what I mean? But, yeah, like, I don't think, I don't think there was really, it's mad, like, normally people would say, like, at a very early age, like they had these people. Like I'd look up to it. Like obviously, you have every every other kid like wants to be a footballer. And yeah, all that kind of yeah stuff. like yeah. that kind of stuff. That, that was my original like kind of that goal. Was plan wanted, A, wasn't? Yeah, the like footballer. I wanted to be a footballer because my dad was a footballer. His dad was a footballer. Like I'm playing at really high levels. So obviously, that's what I wanted to do. As everyone could see, that didn't fucking happen. <laughs> um, but now, like it, you did get yeah, to play in the 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 Chinese charity, charity is match, list, yeah. man. Like, do you know get, like, be watching that. I tell you, um, but yeah, now it's yeah it's mad like i didn't really have like one person i really really looked up to like i think it was more so later on like when i was about maybe maybe what 15 16 like around like my early teenager years up until Mm -hmm. now is when i kind of really started looking up to people so like obviously that time like that time period the people i was looking up to were like the likes of grant cardone you have like all your kind of big real estate investors you have like I Like, I look up to the likes of Steve Jobs, like, how innovative he is, like, and how he's built Apple from what it is, or from what it was Most, to what yeah. it is now, do you know what I mean? A conglomerate company that sells absolutely huge, mm. my, like, mega numbers. Um, you have the likes of then, like, the likes of Rob Lipset. I've kind of followed him all the way up since I was a kid, like, and to be, like, someone that I would call an acquaintance now, is just, it's madness to say that, do you know what I mean? Um, and then, like, kind of, like, say in the last couple of years, like, I have the likes of my friends, like, like Adam Power, you have Adam Power, he's a very big marketer, he's really, really good at what he does, really yeah. touches in like with the likes of mindset and all that kind of stuff. And I think over the last two years, I've started to really go down the route of being like a deep thinker and all that kind of stuff. Really kind of like, I really like Nick Philosophy now. Um, I'm really into it, I don't know what it is. like. And now I'd look up to people like the likes of um Modern Wisdom, like he has a podcast, Chris Williamson, uh, Stephen Bartlett, you'd look up to like all these kind of big influential people. Like you have Tim Ferriss, I'd look up mm-hmm. to... um. Who was another one? He's a... What's his name? What's his name? You have, like, the likes of Tony Robinson. Like, all them yeah, kind of yeah, people, you yeah, yeah. know what I mean? Tony Robbins, all them people that kind of tie into that. Um, and I'm very lucky that I've been blessed with influential people that I can actually have a conversation with and I can text, like, if I'm ha- if like if I'm unsure about something or I'm stuck about something. And I think I've gotten to that place because I've put myself in them realms. Yeah, Like, it doesn't come easy. You don't mm-hmm. meet these people by just m- dropping them a message on social media. Like, last year it was like it's madness how, how quickly my social media has changed like like last year i had a marketing agency for anyone that doesn't know like mm-hmm. like last year two years ago and i kind of built that up that's how i met say the likes of adam power all the other people that i know in the marketing space and that's why i've kind of i've taken what i know from that and brought it over to where i am now from yeah. my own personal brand um, but like without learning any of that without investing in the courses without meeting these people like last year like i said i was over in london i think 10 times so just marketing purposes going to events going to networking events meeting people learning because london is a whole different ball game to ireland like you yeah, listen like i sat in a one time and it was like a property property investor event and like they're all talking about how much they've made and all, and they're trying to fucking mad me oh, was, man. like i mean like a couple of mil, like just on commission i'm like what and at that time i'm a tourjee apprentice like I'm earning a fucking <laughs> yeah. 400 quid a week and these people are talking about earning millions of quid, like, do you know what I mean? Oh, like, one deal, yeah. But you can either look at that and you can be spiteful and say, oh yeah, well, they only got this because of this, this and this. Yeah. But for me, I looked at it like, that's what's possible. That is what's out there and that's what's achievable and mm-hmm. that's eventually what I want to achieve. Do you know what I mean? Like, obviously money isn't the be all and end all, but like, it definitely is a factor for me because of obviously early age. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and people could say, oh, money is and everything, but like, that's your opinion. For me, it's a lot of what I want to do, and I know that can be quite. It can be quite toxic sometimes. Do you know what I mean? Like struggling, like with money and all that kind of stuff. And do you know, like having like I'd go to the shop and I'd buy like hundred euro pair, two hundred euro pair of runners or whatever, and I'd have buyers remorse. Yeah, after. Yeah, 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 Do you know what I mean? And I hate that. And that's obviously been, like, that's just the way I was brought up as a kid, like, do you know what I mean, and, like, I don't like that, and I I kind of would be really sometimes scarce about sending money, ah, oh, the money, spending so money, so I'd be yeah. really sometimes about, like, scarce about spending money, do you know what I mean, so, um, I'm starting to come out of that now, yeah, yeah thankfully, and, like, that I've, i've been helped along and i've been guided along by the right people and that's starting to come out with that like even yeah. by and the people i've met over the last couple of years that have been really influential with me and like in terms of money and business and all the entrepreneurship as a whole and um, it's mm-hmm. definitely helped me leaps and bounds uh,
0: you're in good company man i think mainly both resonate a lot with that similar we didn't grow up in like poverty situations yeah. or anything always had food but money was like the center of every conversation growing yeah. up that you hear it's so like no decision gets made without checking the bank account yeah. or without money coming into yeah. the equation and, it's not that you want to grow up and just have all the money in the world but you want to have enough where like money isn't an issue anymore you know and you can live your life without having to worry about that stuff and i think sometimes the desire to want money or to even pursue that as a goal a like kind of bastardized a little bit, you know, you almost, people look down and say, oh, you know, it's not all about the money, it's yeah. not about this, it's not about that sort of stuff. And I know they say money doesn't make you happy, and sure it doesn't, but like th- the, the lack of money place. will make you yeah. unhappy, I'm sure, you know, that way. And having that as, you know, you mentioned the sort of scarcity mindset around money and feeling that guilt of spending yeah. more than X amount on a pair of shoes or whatever. Like that's what me and Lebo have conversations with yeah. on the regular doing things, so appreciate you sharing that and yeah, s- coming through
1: and I'm sure a lot of people are in the same boat as ourselves. Do you know what I mean? Like, and they are in that scarcity mindset, and then get instant boirez remorse of spending fucking like sometimes mm-hmm. like when I was younger, like it, that's what I'm saying. Like even growing up, like having like three or whatever for lunch, like do you know what I mean? Like in a dream, yeah. You're like like, that's like six acid, drops, do you know I mean? like, drink like, it's it's <laughs> madness. But then like you're like, oh fuck, it's gone now. Yeah, do you know what, yeah, I mean? yeah. like, what else am I gonna buy for the rest of the day? Like, yeah. And I think for me, anyway, like. It's definitely shaped me into why i want to chase things like and why i am a little bit money driven like and I, like i'll say that openly like i am money driven because at the end of the day i didn't have that growing up mm-hmm. but, like i didn't have loads of money but like that we went like you us went in poverty like you know what I mean? yeah, but yeah yeah i think it's definitely seeing that like it is a factor in in what i'm trying to do um and i do want to eventually get to a stage where like this is mad and i was having a conversation about this with Michaela the other day about this and Like, I want to make as much money that my kids' kids. Like, I'm thinking about my kids' kids. I don't even have fucking kids and I'm thinking about (laughs) my kids' kids. That's the kind of wealth that I want to generate. Like, I don't want to be rich. I want to be wealthy. Do you know what I mean? I want to have wealth that stretches over generations. The McGregor money. <laughs> that's, that's what it is though. <laughs> yeah, do you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? I eventually want to get to that stage and I think not a lot of people are, are like that. Do you know what I mean? I think everyone has a five second plan not a five year plan. Especially with social media. Like everyone wants it instantly. Everyone wants it like tomorrow. It, wants it doesn't happen in a couple of weeks then it's just not going to work. But at the end of the day these things take time. Like, do you know what I mean? Like
0: mm-hmm. Who the fuck
1: that is? <laughs> You're all good. I hate that number. Do you know what I mean? it's like a number that have never seen before yeah 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 <laughs> sorry um,
0: could be the, the mini sponsorship coming in there
1: imagine <laughs> they must have fucking yeah, there was someone the yeah. um, but yeah no
0: sorry we you're talking about money and then obviously the pursuit of that growing up and I think one thing that I think it's a bible quote actually is it where they say money is the root of evil or something like that, it's like a misinterpretation, and then the real translation is like, it's the love of money that Mm -hmm. is the root of all evil, or something, so it's not money that's the issue, it's the relationship that you have with the money that can obviously cause people to go down bad paths with it, let's say, and do negative things, but you were saying like, you want to earn an amount so that you can set yourself, your kids, and your kids' kids up to a point where, you don't want to necessarily accept them up so that they can just go off and like, you know mess up their lives, but so yeah. that they have options, they can make decisions yeah. and go and pursue things that they actually want to do in life, 100%. and not have money as a limiting factor in that.
1: Yeah, no, one hundred percent. Like you've hit the nail there on the head again. Like mm-hmm. I want to, I want to be in a position where I can be as comfortable as I want. I can do what, I, like the way I have said it, and this is the way I've said it when I was younger, all the way up until now. I want to be able to do whatever I want. Wherever I want With whoever I want mm-hmm. No toys No strings attached Do you know what I mean Like I want to have the money That I can go If I want to go to fucking France tomorrow I'll go to France tomorrow Do you yeah, know what I mean yeah. Like something like that I want to live life On my own terms And that's eventually What I want to get to And I know that like A few people are in that same position That that's what they want to do Like and the people that I've met Like in the business space In the entrepreneur space That's exactly where They want to get yeah. to I want to have I want to have time freedom Money freedom And just location freedom That's the three simple L's Do you know what I mean <laughs> Um, So yeah
0: So with entrepreneurship then, what was your first uh, moving away from the copies and pens on the schoolyard? What was your first kind of adventure into the entrepreneur space?
1: I had so many for fucks. eh? (laughs) Um, I've had so many early, like I'm only 23 and I feel like I fucking have laid loads of businesses behind me. Uh, So I used to obviously, like I said, like on schoolyard selling copies, pens, all that kind of stuff. And then I've always kind of tried to make money. Like I started working from an early age, do you know what I mean? I worked at my granddad's locksmiths when I was like 14, 15. Mm And worked there for a few years. Then I was working two jobs. Then I was working in Granddad's locksmiths. Then I was working in the tree arena doing all the concerts. Okay. And yeah. um, scanning tickets and all that kind of stuff. So I had two jobs at fucking sixteen, <laughs> seventeen, do you know what I mean? And um, then I left them two jobs. Then I went to work in. Went to work in JD, nice. um, in the square. JD is a I'll very, yeah, it's, it's chest, a mad experience, yeah. Uh, yeah, like, it's it's crazy, like, it's it's madness, I think, uh, when I was growing up, I was like, oh my god, I can't wait to work at JD, I've always wanted to work at JD, yeah. and I think a lot of people, in my age around that kind of, like, age back and forth, yeah, like, yeah, yeah JD's the it? place yeah. to work, like, you know what I mean, and, and uh, like, worked there for, a, I think I worked there for a, a year and a half, and then I went to work with uh, Michaela's job, uh, so me and Michaela actually worked together, um, and then after I left that, I went and I started my apprenticeship. So that's where, like, the, my work life of how I've, like, kind of transitioned from, yeah. like, early on up until now. That's, like, in terms of that, I was always trying to make money. So, like, entrepreneurial, like, being entrepreneurial and trying to make money and trying to do stuff on the side. And then when, obviously, the, the pandemic hit in 2020, I think it was. 2019, 2020, somewhere like that, yeah. I, I can't remember that. It's actually a funny story about that, actually. So me and Michaela were, um, we were in Rome when yes. we first heard about it when it was first time that, like, first trying, like, kind of coming out in the media, mainstream media, mm-hmm. we were in Rome, we were having a great time, like, do you know what I mean, it was great, happy days, but, like, we went into the airport into flew into Rome, went into the airport, and that's when they kind of first start putting in the screens, and, you know, like, the screening people and all, because were like, what the fuck is that, like, do you know because you'd never seen that before, like, I, I would have never seen it, she would have mm-hmm. never seen it in our lives, and they uh, were like, that's a bit strange, didn't think anything of it, we heard there was a few cases, but thought it was, like, a, no a major. Flew. do you know yeah, what I mean, yeah. like, nothing, and then uh, obviously went, went around, whatever, had a holiday, came home. And then, what was it, two weeks later, the whole, everywhere was closed off. Two weeks later, madness. Like, then for the next two years, then, yeah. It was just sitting, yeah, no, doing yeah. nothing. Um, but for me, but, uh, sorry, I was sitting, doing nothing for a lot of people. For me, that's when I kind of, that's when I really kind of transitioned into my entrepreneurship journey. Like, so I started a clothing brand in 2019 called The Lab. So The Lab was like, it was very successful. Okay. Um, really successful. Like especially in the height of a pandemic, you don't think like starting a business is probably the fucking worst thing you could do. But <laughs> for us, like I think we were known almost everywhere well, Was it
0: selling your own clothes or were you getting in like some yeah, nice so basically stuff and we stuff
1: of a little bit of we little bit of a little and of a little bit of we actually started we our first bit we a little bit of it was okay. too expensive so we went elsewhere then little bit we so we bit of a little bit of a little bit that, we've bit of a at the kind of lowest that we could charge that was our kind of edge for everyone yeah yeah and um, so yeah like we did quite well with that and um, like i say we were kind of known everywhere and that's when i kind of started really putting my marketing and what i had learned previous years in, into that mm-hmm. and that's where i learned most of my marketing like I yeah what i know now through that like we did influencer marketing we didn't pay one influencer really like none and we were not like like there was fucking thousands of people on the on the website at one time. Do you know what I mean? Like on Shopify, anyone that knows Shopify, you can uh, you can see how many people are live on the website. And like there was hundreds of people on that at one time. Like every time we do a drop like and that came down to obviously the marketing side of it. Like send them out to influencers. But people influencers like they weren't they Went like I'm not posting that because we had such a good story behind us. We had a story and we were on a journey, and people wanted to buy into the journey. Do you know mm, what I mean? Like, mm. and then the likes of the influencers we sent that stuff out to just believed in us and believed in the journey and yeah. like respected us because we were so young that we were grafting like that in the middle yeah, of a pandemic yeah. when money wasn't really circulating a lot. Well, money was circulating, do you know what I mean? Just but not, to just not <laughs> <that, laughs> like it, it was circulating. Like, what's it? The, i think there was a thing that came out that the fed fucking printed oh more money man, than they yeah, ever yeah. did during the during the pandemic but that's a another topic for another day <laughs> but um yeah like uh, obviously like we we just did so well and then it was mad like the first kind of mad moment for me was we were going in we were doing our shopping and i seen people wearing hoodies and all and i was oh, like unreal. that's my brand like that like i did one one of my mates as well like so we were like texting each other all the time every time we'd see mm-hmm. someone wearing it and like it was madness like even the likes of doing like a fo- our first photo shoot and all like in the studio it was just all them kind of mad things that happened like definitely shaped me to what i am now and then obviously we closed down the lab in 2020 um, and okay. just just two of us went two different paths you know what i mean i think i was more say business and focused and we just had creative differences and like there was no bad blood or anything. it was just people just scroll apart do you yeah. know what i mean the business that's what happens in businesses sometimes that's the that can be one of the cons of partnering with someone, do you know mm. what I mean? Mm. Um, and if that's just what happened for us. But, like, I'm so grateful for that. I'm so grateful for that journey because, like, it taught me a lot about myself. It taught me a lot about what True Graft actually is. True Graft for me was, like, packing orders at one o'clock in the morning at Michaela's back garden, do you know what I mean? Yeah, on the table. Yeah. I actually think I have a video somewhere. And if this goes up, like, I'll, I'll post a video, like, on top of it, of me actually packing, saying, like, one day, do you know what I mean? Like, I'm packing an order at one o'clock in the morning in the freezing fucking cold out the back garden on the table yeah, because I didn't yeah. want to wake anyone up. So, and, like, that's, for me, that's true, Graf. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's it's what you can do. It's what you do when no one is watching. Mm-hmm. It's really what you're really about. Do you know what I mean? Like, I was listening to a podcast the other day, um, Modern Wisdom podcast with, um, I think it was it was with Stephen Bartlett. Yeah. And uh, it's like he, Chris was saying, like, it's what you do when no one is watching. Anyone can, like, anyone can recycle rubbish when people are around But what are you doing When There's Are no you recycling that it, When yeah. no one's around Do you know what I mean I know that's a, a Bit of a mad analogy To kind of imagine But when you think about it Like You can do all this work You can put out That you're doing all this work On social media And all that kind of stuff But When no one is watching Are you really mm-hmm. doing that Are you cheating yourself By putting it out t- Saying that you're doing the thing But you're not really doing the thing When yeah, no one is yeah, watching yeah. Do you know what I mean 100%, um, 100%. I think that's a really big A good way to look at things as well like, Do you know what I mean Like, And I think I've taken that on board as well Like like I'm doing this when no one is watching Yeah So.
0: So, I mean, it reminds me because we all come from a football background you yeah. know when you're doing like sprints and the manager has cones laid out uh, it's like you'll player, see all the lads sprints. yeah and you'll oh, see gosh. all the lads who like run and then they'll stop like a few yards in front of the cone and turn around and come back ah it's yeah like, and then when the manager's yeah. looking they'll all run straight yeah. to the cone and back it's like who's actually putting the yards in when nobody's looking because when they get out onto a yeah. pitch that's when it's gonna show
1: yeah i love that that's that's a fucking brilliant example yeah. that is like that's hit the nail again on the head. Like it's it's that little small thing and that's the thing that I love. I love I over obsess about the small things. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, like you have to remember but you just simply obsessing over the small things you can beat so many people oh yeah so many people overlook the small things always look for shortcuts like that when we bring it back to social media like everyone wants it instantly everyone wants it overnight if you can just stick out be consistent stay in your lane mind your business post your content do whatever you're doing even in business just keep working and working and yeah. working <laughs> eventually the competition dies off and there you are you've made it so, man.
0: yep yep stay born and brightest the longest yeah, you have to
1: it's all about fucking yeah like consistency like it's consistency i'm sure we'll talk about it again like but consistency is just it's the main factor man
0: anytime especially all the names you've dropped like Stephen barrett like chris williamson steve jobs all these big names everyone looks for what's the sexy little secret that they did to be successful and like you might look at uh, the external thing but when you just boil it back to the principles of what they done, is like they stay consistent they kept doing it yeah. they faced some challenges they kept going <laughs> they didn't give up stayed resilient and all the lessons and failures they learned along the way help push them even faster forward 100%. similar to what you've said here like all the experiences going through the lab there was ups and downs you know it didn't work out big picture where you might want that to go but everything you took from that is what's obviously fuels you to where you're at now
1: 100% like and I think it, there's another quote that I, I really like that here the other day and I was like talking about actually doing the thing so oh, it, was yeah. Like, yeah, it was like have you heard it it was like it was like saying you're gonna do the thing isn't doing the thing writing down about how you're gonna do the thing isn't doing mm-hmm. the thing like criticising people that are doing the thing yeah. but doing the thing isn't doing the thing yeah, yeah. Like so basically what it is is just do it just go for it like just do the thing you don't need to time block you don't need to do anything like, just mm-hmm. go for mm-hmm. it and do it like do you know what I mean it's it's yeah, such yeah. a good way to look at things <laughs> as well like do you know what I mean I think a lot of it, we, like the the way we can look at we can look for so many excuses, do you know what I mean? And the exu- so many excuses that we would come up with are ridiculous. Aren't they? Yeah. Right <laughs> right? Like, like he said, like your whole, like your whole draw be perfectly organised because you don't want to do the thing. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: So <laughs> yeah. it's madness, but it's you just have to do it. Like that's it. So after the lab, what came next was that straight into the creative stuff you're doing now, or
1: um, no? So after the lab, then I went and like that, I was kind of looking at the the brightest thing to do what mm-hmm. was everyone else doing how can i make money how can i do this how can i do that so i, I stumbled upon uh digital marketing and okay. so i bought a course i actually broke my foot in 2021 and i was out of work for mm. s- eight weeks i think it was for over that eight weeks so i was obviously I had nothing to do looking around seeing what i was doing so i found obviously digital marketing and social media marketing and um, so i bought a course with Money I genuinely didn't have <laughs> because I was out of work and all that kind of stuff. I was probably looking back in an hour it was such a big risk, do you know. Yeah, like, yeah. Um but I'm glad if I didn't buy it. See, I'm really I'm really into like compound, like how things compound and compound interest and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff mm-hmm. without buying that course wouldn't be here now today yeah. like it's madness to think about that but yeah bought that first course and um, learned about it. it was really good really interesting so obviously went out and it was a fucking graph like reaching out to people every day nearly sending 120 no 200 emails a day just emails and oh, then i was yeah, doing outreach man. on instagram i think i was doing at the time instagram obviously had that limit so you were doing 50 dms an hour so i was doing 50 dms <laughs> an hour for five hours no way so that's that 250 messages you know I mean? so to, you have 450 Bits pieces of outreach all yeah, on myself. It. Do you know what I mean? Like and like that, I don't think I would have been able to do that if I didn't have the kind of the graft instilled in me from the lab. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then obviously like experiences mm. with like not selling stuff, from, not selling pens and copies, and, all yeah. and I have to <laughs> keep asking people. Like it's like that going door to door. Like you, you keep going door to door. Eventually, you'll get a yes. Do you yeah, know what I yeah. mean? So eventually, you'll get a client, and that's eventually what I did. So I have done that for a while, bought a couple of more courses, then. Um, so basically what I did with it, I was doing, like, I was doing I was doing too much, like, I think I was doing way more than I probably should have, because it would kind of had a effect on performance then, do you know what I mean? I was trying to, like, juggle too many things at once, so I was doing doing paid ads, I was doing social media management, I was doing content creation, I was doing, like, video editing, I was doing loads of different services, when really I should have just narrowed it down, looking back on it now, from what I know, just narrowed it down to one or two, and then go with that. So eventually I'd done that for a while, and then kind of switched to just doing, like, video editing, content creation, hence... Why I'm, that's what I'm doing now mm-hmm. you know what I mean so I was doing that for a while and obviously work with the likes of Rob Lipsy big clients um, doing some stuff with him he was an amazing person like he was so influential for me like growing up and then getting the chance to actually work with someone like that you know and having an actual yeah conversation with him and like just seeing how inspirational he actually is and like he's really about him and like whatever you, you see whatever about on social media like sometimes taking the piss or whatever a fella is a grafter like do you know what I mean? Like yeah, you yeah. cannot take that away from him. He is an absolute grafter and it was so nice to actually have an acquaintance with that and call one of him like we mates like do you know yeah. what I mean like it's how did madness. that come
0: about with Rob Lipset did he so, reach out to you
1: or funny enough I actually met this is I was in Bulgaria on holidays Okay. Um. And Adam Power had texted me. Adam Power had a, a mutual connection with him. Like he was friends with him, and he was over in my bay where Rob lives. And he was like, uh I was kind of on me come up on TikTok at the time. And he said to Rob, he was like, Listen, this fella does this and this. He's flying on TikTok in a minute. Get on to him. So, <laughs> Adam texted me as I was at the pool, and he was like, Ah, uh, uh, jump on a call with Rob. Lives in fifteen minutes. I was like, what? what? What the fuck do you mean? Like, jump on? And he was like yeah, no, he's going to ring you in 15 minutes. I goes, fuck. And then I had to go upstairs, went yeah. up to, Ran upstairs, had a quick shower and all changed, <laughs> fucking made sure I looked normal because I was... Like, I had bleeding sun lotion all over me, yeah. you know, Do you know yeah. what I mean? I was getting a fucking tan, like, and then I get the text, so I we went upstairs, got myself ready, and then it was like... um it was a call with, like, a big group of us, like, or whatever. Right. And went through the call, and Rob was talking about, like, how he's, like, his business kind of experience and giving us, like, you know, little nuggets of information. It was great. Like, it was really informative. And then after, he was like, Jay, like, we'll have a chat and all. Like, and um, I hear you're the man on TikTok. I hear you're the man to talk to and <laughs> all. I was like, I was just... The confidence came out with me then. Yeah, was, like, yeah. yeah <laughs> but, listen, I just you know what I mean? Like, uh, <laughs> my hard work a bit, like... You can see from my hard work where I am or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was, um, but I was doing it in a funny way. Like, everyone thought it was hilarious. Like, but... um. So obviously then a few days later I had a chat with Rob. Um we kinda had a call and when I came back from Bulgaria, I came back from my holidays. Had a call with Rob. We wanted we set out what we wanted to achieve, all that kind of stuff. Um so then we got to work and worked with him for a good while and then um like that then the she just kinda fizzled out. I think I was done with that kind of stage in my life because then I seen the bigger opportunity with socials, I was like, why not build a personal brand that I can earn more or less the same money from, but it's constantly growing like an agency is really hard work and anyone yeah. that is in american space will tell you that having an american energy is really hard work it's time consuming it's a lot and then especially when you start hiring people you have to people managing all that. it's a lot like even adam does it now and like i was only with he was back from london no he's back from dubai a couple of weeks ago and i was having a coffee with him and then um, he was saying like it's just it's crazy he's crazy busy at the moment you know he doesn't get a second and i'm kind of glad that i'm doing what i'm doing now because i do, i just don't i think i would have fell out of love with it so i mean if i kind kept going with american agency and i didn't want it because i loved it and i wanted to live it out, i wanted to live that love there but i've taken all the work that i've learned and all the things i've learned from that and put it into my own content today mm-hmm. so then i just started really whacking out my own content and really just pushing and pushing here on now, yeah. What
0: was that like at the start when you decided to start trying to grow this Jake having a seven personal brand? Yeah. <laughs>
1: um, so I've had an interesting like content journey, like, do you know what I mean? Like, I've fucking thrown so much shit at the wall, and eventually yeah. something stuck, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and it, that's what it is. It's Jake just I've seen you do everything from like websites to watch movies yeah. on to uh, daily Amazon, blogs, little Amazon, Amazon pickups. Amazon apps, yeah. and stuff, when I started social media. So when I actually started my TikTok account, it was when I had American agency. So I was putting out like informative information. Which, like, yeah. Which did well Education like. It, it actually did well, like, and I was I was happy with it. But then I seen I actually sat down with myself one day and I was like, Right, I need to change something now because I'm not the doing American anymore. What can I do? And mm-hmm. then I just seen people that were reviewing websites. I was like, hmm, I'll just do that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so I was, did the website, that fucking did madness. Like and this is uh this is obviously became out of the pandemic. I was doing my friendship and all, so I was just doing that on the side for the laugh, like and then i remember i'll never forget my first viral video so i was on a website to watch movies on or something like that and i was actually in Donegal doing my phase two so my second year and uh i remember the night before i uploaded, i think it was at 10 o'clock went to bed woke up the next morning now bear in mind i was only getting like maybe 10k views on on a video so i was like yeah that's great happy days mm-hmm. so i woke up to quarter million viewers overnight and i was like what the fuck is going on and then it just kept climbing and climbing and climbing I think that video did like nearly 2 million views and like I was there checking in college, and I was like checking refreshing every 2 seconds (laughs) seeing the numbers jump from like say 250 then up to 230 10k in like fucking 2 minutes and you're Mm -hmm. like what is going on like uh, so that was a bit of a crazy one I think I think for me, then I was kind of like, Jesus, what's the next viral video? What's the next, Like, how can I get the next one, next one, next one? And I think that's very, very, very dangerous, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, and then you yeah, can really, yeah. like, and it did happen to me. Like, I've only now learned like, what it's like to just be consistent and just forget about the videos. But like back then, I was constantly looking at, how can I get the next video? How can I get something with like, that will go viral, do you yeah. know what I mean? So yeah, I did that for a bit. Then I kind of sat down with myself one day and I was like, if I really want to make money out of this, if I really want to have longevity in this thing, website reviewing websites and gonna cut it like realistically what is that gonna do for me how is that gonna make me money do you know what i mean it's not yeah um not even about just how is it gonna make me money how is that gonna just fulfill like i, I wasn't fulfilled doing that do you know what i mean so I then started doing field reviews and the very first field review i did was connor ryan's buddy cup when he opened it right mm. um and did you did. tell connor you were doing it or he didn't even right. oh no he did sorry he knew of me because we sent stuff out to him right. from right. the lab yeah so this is what i'm saying i've i've had all the connections, most of the connections I have now is from yeah, the lab. Yeah. So the people that I know with the likes of Connor, Adam Fogarty, all them kind of people, they know me from the lab. Like they know Jay, like the young of Jay. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I went out and doing that review, and that was the first full video I ever done, and that did like hundred k views. And I was, was like, it a positive review or a negative one? Um, at the time I was only open, so it was actually wow. it was po- just, yeah, It yeah. was positive. Um, yeah, yeah. like it was good. Like I thought it was good. I only now I only got a few small bits. Like I, mean, I got a croissant, two cookies coffee Man, you, you really can't yeah. give a bad review about that. But <laughs> that boy gave it a review anyway it did it like over 100k and i was like fucking hell like this field stuff is actually this is really good now this is um this was in 2022 no 2021 okay so 2021 and then i kind of carried on with the field reviews they were doing well that's why we're a kind of i got known for a series called Eating so <laughs> that's what it was called, bit of a mad name, but like I always thought it was a good name because it was a good hook. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I had a yeah. good hook, e- like, Welcome to part four of Eating Shite, and people are like, What? What, do you yeah, mean, yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Like, because especially because I had a really big Irish demographic, so people like people know what shite means, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, what the fuck's he talking about? Like, I'll watch this, like, and then that's it, like, that contributed to, I'd say, about that brought me up to the bill. I'd say about, like, 40k, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. the websites got me to about 15, and then from 15 all the way up to 40 and I was filled. Um, and then I kind of said, as you were saying, like, I haven't deleted any of my videos, so anyone that is watching this, like, you can go down yeah, like, the very end of my page and you'll see from when I was talking about affiliate marketing with Mount to full reviews to doing daily vlogs. So, it's it's been a big transition for me, um, and it's been a lot of learning. I have, like I said, I've traveled so much shit at the wall, and I've seen what's stuck, and... Now, only now, in 2023, am I actually happy with the content I'm creating. Like, I love, like, the content I'm creating for anyone that doesn't know me or has gotten this fan of the podcast, still have not got a fucking clue what I do. So I do, like, food content. I do fashion content. Obviously, the vlogs are a big thing for me now. They, they've they really kind of, like, mm-hmm. catapulted bulted me. Um, and then just lifestyle content and everything in between. Do you know what I mean? Like, the good thing about like the likes of lifestyle and fashion, like there's so many avenues you can like venture off. Like we were talking about beforehand, how can I create all this content? Is because like, say for lifestyle, you could do skincare, you could do like, you could do running. Like, do you know what I mean? It's lifestyle. It's within lifestyle content. So it all ties in together, which is really good. So it's an endless amount of content. But yeah, like I transitioned then from obviously doing the field. Then I kind of went off. I went back to doing a little bit of the websites because I was like, ah, oh, this field stuff isn't working. I was comparing myself like comparison is the teeth of joy mm. It is, it is so so true and that is the truest quote i've ever seen comparison is the, like the teeth of joy and i was looking at people i was like why am i not there like why am i like yeah. i'm i'm posting more than them i'm doing better than them my content is better and i was like it was just like what is going on like why isn't it happening and uh so i went back to doing what i knew and doing what i knew did well which is probably a wrong move but if i didn't make that move i wouldn't have understood i wouldn't have learned why i didn't go like why it was the bad idea to go back yeah, to that yeah so i went back to doing the websites and filled at the same time um then the first started picking up again i was like okay filled and then i started doing then obviously the, the likes of the amazon find and all that was kind of my first transition into lifestyle content okay that would tie in with lifestyle content like yeah, yeah. the stuff i was kind of reviewing um so yeah that did well and then we were in Bulgaria, so I was doing stuff. Then I was tying it more into like the food stuff of like uh, trying different kinds of monster and all that kind of stuff. Do you know what I mean? Trying random American sweets, doing like food like that, and then mixing it in with a little bit of lifestyle. Um, and then I tried to do a little bit of fashion as well. Then do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I started transitioning into that. That was the f- um, what we did in Bulgaria, and then came home. Then just hammered home by doing the food. Went really hard with the food. Then like I said, it got me up to about 40 k. Um, and then after that, we started introducing the vlogs. Um, and then the vlogs where the vlogs i absolutely love doing the vlogs i have to say i fucking love it yeah um, i love the whole creation process of it i've fallen like see from the lab even the creative process of doing that has transitioned over. Even the creative process of doing the like, content creation for people has transitioned over. So all the things that I've yep. learned from them years of experience of getting and doing all these things and doing it yourself, which is a really big thing I believe in from at the start. Do everything yourself and then you'll find out what you're good at, what you're mm-hmm. not good at, what your strong suits are and what you aren't so strong yep. um, with doing. So I learned that and then like, like I love telling a story through a lens and the blog, so you can kind of see that, like, you have a start, middle and an end, like, say now, a big, like, inspiration for me is Casey Neistat over in America, he's the biggest probably vlogger in, in the whole of the world, probably, Um, and he's just, he saw, he's just a creative genius, like, do you know what I mean, the way he's, and, and he doesn't do anything over the top, doesn't use his fancy transitions, he doesn't yeah, use yeah, fancy yeah. cameras, doesn't use anything, he uses one good camera, one good mic, has a tripod, doing different angles, but the way he can tell a story, it just can't be taught, you need to learn that from doing experience, do you know what I mean, like mm-hmm. I've, I've like storytelling isn't just learned over a year it's learned over years and years of yeah, like yeah. practice and like that's what i'm trying to do at the minute like i'm trying to tell a story every time i do a vlog and um, which it seems to be doing well like so yeah it does stuff you're
0: still in an apprenticeship in both ways then finishing your apprenticeship in yeah. electric ah, engineering I'm but constantly in learning. your apprenticeship yeah. here now with content creation yeah
1: but i think like i don't think you ever stop learning being honest with yeah. anything in life i don't think you until ever, you choose to yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like i don't think you ever, you're you always a student do you know what i mean and i think like that then it's very easy to get in off your head thinking like, well, I've made it now, but when you think you know everything, that's when you're in trouble, oh, do you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And I've always said that, mm-hmm. and I think, for me anyway, I always want to learn off someone like, do you know what I mean? And it's great, like, and I think it was, there was a quote that was said to me a couple of years ago, and it was like, you're always thinking about the people that you're trying to get to, and you're trying to be like, but you're not, free you're forgetting about the people that are trying to be like you and get to your level, mm-hmm. so it's good like that you have that kind of like look out on things and f- yeah, people are trying yeah. to learn from me. So I need to keep doing what I'm doing to try and learn from that person. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, it's just a chain reaction then. Yeah. Know? Yeah. The um, but ever. yeah, man, it's, it's been a crazy journey, like crazy, crazy journey. Yeah.
0: Stuff, man. And like, I don't know if you're comfortable with the term influencer, so I don't want to throw that on you, <laughs> but just in terms of like that space in general, at what point did you kind of feel yourself sort of entering into influencer territory and what's yeah. it been like being in yeah. that world?
1: Yeah, man, a this is actually good that we're talking about this so my kind of transition into that all that kind of influencer kind of space um so how do i kind of where did i fucking start like so we did field and started doing lifestyle content a little bit of it then and then um my first ever event so this was kind of tying in with like the influencer space my first ever event was a pennies event and they were launching was it this year Yeah, it was only this year. My very first event I went to was a pennies event this year. They were launching a new collection in the head office and I got to text uh, while I was in work. So I was in work and basically I got to text so on my lunch I flew home I got change, like I got clothes to put in the back of the car. I didn't even get change. I was for it was, that day, I was, was it? Work. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was only like in a couple of hours. Left. <laughs> so I flew home, got clothes. As quick as I could, tore the fucking room apart. Like the room was upended because <laughs> I was like, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna wear? Like <laughs> yeah, this is yeah, so yeah. big. Like because it was like my first ever event, and it was pennies. Like you know, I mean, that was crazy for me. Um, so yeah, put all my stuff in the car, then flew into town, flew into the car park. Got changed in the car, so there is a video going back. There's actually a video I did a vlog on it. I think I did a vlog on it, and you can see me getting changed in the car, spraying the urgent. I'd say if someone was watching, i <laughs> think it was hot box in the car or something <laughs> like. There not the amount of smoke that was in the fucking car from the <laughs> the urgent. and it was the quickest I've ever got changed in my life. <laughs> I was there in the back seat, fucking taking me blading, jo- like taking me trousers and all off and putting on like yeah, getting yeah, yeah. in the clothes, and that I look back on that now, and I'm like, if I hadn't missed that event, like I'm ta- like I was saying to you, like yeah, the, yeah. The, the compound interest, like if I hadn't missed that event. I probably wouldn't be sitting here talking to you now. Like, and that's the way I'm looking at it. I think that is so amazing like that I did go to that event and like I met people there that I knew from when I did the lab so I didn't completely go in blind. Like I knew a couple of people and then because I was kind of like on my come up as they say, mm-hmm. I kind of knew people from online and was my first time meeting them. It was my first time meeting like, the, like Brandon, Shanice, like all them kind of people, do you know what I mean? Which I'm like, that'd be like one of my best mates and all now. Like they'd be really good friends of mine now. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, it's, yeah. it's crazy how how far it's, it's calm from that event, from getting changed in, in the car. Now don't get me wrong, I still got fucking changed in the car because like it's just <laughs> my car is like a war job at this stage, you know what I mean? And um, because I go straight from work to events like sometimes. So, but I don't mind that. I think it's amazing. Like, oh, like I do be like, like this is class. Like, do you know what I mean? Like people are looking at that, like, oh my god, you can't change in the car, like, and like that's unreal. That it's is journey, savage. It? Like, yeah, it's yeah. just it is like yeah, you're yeah, like this is the journey. Like this is what it's gonna be like, like. Say when I'm old, I'm going to, like, when I'm old, I want to be looking back, like, what a fucking journey. Like, yeah. What a, but like, you know what I mean? So. Deadly, man.
0: I wanted to chat a little bit about, obviously you lost your father yeah. just over a year ago. Just as much as you're comfortable sharing, obviously, because I know it's still recent enough and that's a big transition in life to me, but how did that event and all overall that experience help shape you for where you're at now?
1: Yeah, so, um obviously like I put up a I put up a video the other day of my dad's um one year anniversary that was on the ele- eleventh. <coughs> That's that again. Sorry. Right, so obviously I put up a video there the other day on the eleventh of October. That was my one year anniversary for mm-hmm. my dad's like obviously passing away. Um now I didn't think anything out of the video, I just said I put it out there because I wanted people to obviously see. Like I didn't put much up about my dad passing away. I put it up when he did, like saying, yeah. Listen, like um, anyone that knew him because I knew that there was people that knew me, that knew him, that yeah. probably wouldn't have... Like, he didn't have any social media or anything they like that. So it was just more or less to let people know. Um, so I put the up and I put up a story here and there. And, you know, I wouldn't be really making really big noise about I talked about on Sam's podcast, the prayer podcast, but very briefly. Yeah, um, Because I just didn't want people to see that kind of side of me. Do you know what I mean? I don't know why. Like, looking at it now, I don't know why because maybe... Maybe I thought, like, it was just, it was really vulnerable, do you know what I mean? I was mm-hmm. really vulnerable at that stage, um, and that was only when it was, like, six months, I think, when ah, yeah. I was on Sam's podcast, you know? So, I put that video out there on the 11th, and the response has been, like, absolutely blew me away. I went to an event the next day, a jewellery event, and there was people coming up to me, like, women coming up to me, like, grown women with kids, like, coming up to me saying, do you know what? That helped me so much. Like, there was one lady I had a conversation with, she has three kids, and they are like her husband obviously passed away, like you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and when the kids were quite young, and like she was saying that, that just it related, I relate so much to it. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, I just, like that's it's just amazing like and even the comments and all like the messages i was getting there was so many people are texted me so many people have commented saying how much it's helped them like that like there was people commenting saying that they only got lost that like their parent i loved one last week mm. and that this video has helped them so much and that's that's what i've always wanted to achieve like i know when i was doing websites at the end of the day the websites were helping people but like the food was helping people i've always wanted yeah. to help people and try and like my my goal now i'm when I started doing, like, the lifestyle content was to help people, motivate people to chase their dreams no matter what, like, no matter the circumstance because at the end of the day, like, this, like, my dad's, like, passing away and my dad's death has definitely taught me, like, a lot about, like, you do only get, like, you only get one Mm go at this, do you know what I mean? Life, you don't get any, you only get one go at life, like, you don't get any do-overs, you don't get any repeats, there's no respawn button, do you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's one life, you need to live it to the fullest and I think that's what I've tried to see over this past year of, like, really trying to be present and in the moment, and just kind of appreciate a lot more. Because at the end of the day, like, you can sit down, you can plan, and whatever, like, you have... Everyone has problems in their life, do you know what I mean? But yeah. at the end of the day, like, there are only problems, do you know what I mean? Like, you could genuinely be gone tomorrow. Like, we could, like, a, a touch wood, for fuck's <laughs> sake. <Yeah. but laughs> like, we're having this conversation now. Like, this could be the last conversation that uh, any yeah. one of us in this room could ever have, do you know what I mean? Yep. And when you think of it like that, it does kind of put you... In, in a mindset of, like, just live every every day to your fullest. Do you know what I mean? Like, don't worry about the small stuff. Don't sweat the small stuff, because at the end of the day, it means nothing. Like, it does, like... It's, it's yeah, now, it's a mad way to... It's a mad thing to happen. Like, obviously, when my aunt passed away, that mm-hmm. was really tough for me, and really tough at a young age, and, like, that could have went one or two ways, but because I had the foundation that I had, it was just amazing. Like, the people mm-hmm. that had in me, in me, like, small circle or whatever, like, was amazing. But, like, my dad was a different kind of... Like it was a journey. different kind of tragedy you know what I mean It was yeah. a different kind of loss Like it's something that like Anyone that's lost a parents Will know exactly what I'm talking about But I'm still learning about it I'm, Like it's only been a year It feels like it's only happened yesterday um, It's definitely one of the hardest moments of my life Being totally honest with you and, like, that video, I'm just so happy that it helped so many people out because I wanted it, I wanted everyone to see it, the type of person that he was, So you know I mean? And there was people, like, it was mad. Like, there was people that commented on it that knew him. I'm mm-hmm. I mean, like, oh, I played football with him. Oh, yeah, like, I yeah, knew yeah. him. He was such a nice fella. Like, and everyone has said that he's such a lovely person. And I'm, I'm so happy that people have that good outlook on him. And I'm just glad that I got to, to show everyone what my dad was really like. Oh, yeah. And you can see a lot of him through me. Like, anyone that did know him, you can see a lot of him through me. And I'm trying to, like... Bring that to fruition and bring it into the present and help yeah, as yeah. many people as I can, you know. No, that
0: is beautiful,
1: yeah, man. I think so, it
0: takes a lot of strength and vulnerability just to be able to open up about things like that. and yeah. mm-hmm. So obviously yeah, respect no. to you for doing it, but I think people at home listening, yeah, anyone who's lost a parent, I think will get a lot of value from yeah. what yeah. you've said. Anyone
1: has lost anyone, like like mm-hmm. that's that is a crazy thing, and I think it, you only like death is a crazy thing and I think you have to lose someone for it to really kind of register with you yeah. and for me like losing someone like a parent is just it's one of the most unimaginable pains that I can ever spend in my life like not so long ago like I'll be totally honest I sat down again I just fucking broke down like I, mm. I just I've, it comes in waves do you know what I mean like yeah, for me anyway yeah. and like I have no problem talking about it really now because I want I from that video I now have no problem talking about it because yeah. I know the amount of people that this can help and how many people they can get through the day, do you know what I mean? And uh yeah, like it's it's tough, like it is quite tough, but at the end of the day, like like I say, you only got one life, do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. You need to live it to the fucking fullest, like because Absolutely. like you could be gone tomorrow, like yeah, and I, it's crazy. And happens, like yeah. as I've said and like I even said it on the pair pod, like Like, look after people, check in on your people because at the end of the day, you don't know when that last conversation is going to be. You don't know when you're going to next see them. Like, there was a picture that went around years ago. I don't know what he is now. And it's like, it's an animated picture. I was like, a fella about to stand on like a... Like, do you know what, pitchfork, like, about to hit him in the face yeah. or whatever, about to fall down a, a shore. about to get hit by a car, but he's, like, waving at the person across right, the road. Yeah, but it was, yeah. like, you never know when the last good boy is going to be. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And it's so, so true. I think it's mad to think about it in a way, isn't it? Like, yeah, that oh, man. you genuinely, and it's it's a thing where you actually cannot tell when it's going to happen. Mm. It could happen at any time. That's why yeah, I'm saying, yeah. like, for me, anyway, that's why I'm trying not to sweat the small stuff. and am trying to be more present. Like, when I went to London with pennies, Like, I'm sure we'll talk about that in a bit, like, but, like, I was trying, I said for that, that event, I want to be as present as I can, because it was such a big thing, and such an amazing opportunity, and like, I've always, before, that was kind of like, yeah, that's cool, what's next, what's next, how do I get to the next level, next level, but for that, I actually sat there at the event, and uh, I sat there on the table, and I was like, just looking around, I was like, what is going on, (laughs) do you know (laughs) what I mean, (laughs) it really did register with me, like, this is actually happening. So. sick man
0: yeah. I was curious we, I know the loss with your auntie you said that was a bit of a prolonged that was kind of dragged out a bit and it was yeah. expected to an extent yeah.
1: was your dad similar or was that more of a sudden no one? it was uh, it was actually just down an nowhere. like I'll never forget and there's actually a story um, that I put up just before my nanny rang me and I was editing a Rob Lipsy video and like, I was grateful every day right mm-hmm. then I think 20 minutes later I my mean, nanny rings me I mean, my nanny never rings me. Like right, I would yeah. ring her every so often. Or I'd say, her, like you know, because I'm really close to my nanny. Mm-hmm. like, really close to her, and uh, she rings me and she goes, uh, she just said like, yeah, I'm I like, what? What are you talking about? What's wrong? Like, and she was like, yeah, that. She actually said it like, yeah, that's dead. And I was like, I thought she was joking. Like, I was just, fuck yeah, off, will yeah, you? like, fuck off, Like, like no. And she, I could hear her crying. I was like, it was just. It was like the whole fucking me, whole energy, me, whole yeah, life, yeah. just. Went out like down to me body on me feet. I was like, "What the fuck just happened?" So, Kailas Ma dropped me over. Ryan Michaela told us she left came over, and uh, yeah, not not one of the sites I was definitely expecting. Like it, it mm. was, it hard. Like obviously because no one had, nothing had been moved because it was so sudden. Everything had to be like analyzed yeah, in like case there always. was anything happened or mm-hmm. do you know, like it, it, because it was only him and me, nanny in the house. Whether there yeah. was anything like that, not that there was. Uh, but yeah, of course. Obviously, yeah. that's the that's oh, the yeah, procedure, procedure that has to happen um so yeah it was it was quite difficult saying that um but yeah it just it, it's it's fucking crazy man and it's definitely um it's definitely harder when it's sudden do you know mm. what i mean like with me auntie mm. it was kind of prolonged we knew it was coming yeah. obviously it's not good when it happens but we knew it was coming we knew she was going in a good spot like mm-hmm. she was in a good space she was surrounded by her family all of our loved ones but With me dad like it was just instant and that was it like um so yeah it was, cu- it was quite tough and then it was uh, like, like I said when I broke down the other day, like I was looking through messages that he would send me and all, and again, it's just he was saying that he wanted to go on holidays and all that kind of stuff. And you yeah, know, like yeah. I think thinking about that and saying that is like fuck. Like you just need to live life, man. Like you just need to go for it. Like what is the point of stress and all my stuff? Like say if you're in a job you don't like, you're in a relationship you don't like, you're in a friend group you don't like, fuck all that. Like do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? You could be gone tomorrow. Just go for it. Like take the risk, take the chance. Like just do, like just do it. Like don't you know I mean? Like just do the thing, as he yeah. said. But yeah, it's. It's tough, man. Tough. Um, 100%. I'm still coming together like that. It's still so fresh, I like can probably tell. It's like oh, f- just mad. Like, <laughs> it's crazy. I know, man.
0: I know. It definitely rings home your point of like you never know when it could be over. Putting that into perspective of
1: madness, all the little like shit
0: it, that we sweat day in, day out, yeah. and all the little stories we make up in our heads of why we can't do shit or why we shouldn't go after yeah. goals or dreams because yeah. this person will say this or that person will think yeah. that's like it's, it's, look, it's so <laughs>
1: crazy. Like you, you really do only get one go of it and life is life can be amazing, but like you need to just like you say, don't sweat the small stuff because at the end of the day you could be gone tomorrow, like you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, no, it's definitely helped me and um, be more appreciated of like being in the moment being grateful for life do you know what I mean and not really sweating all the small problems because Mm. like we say like it could be all over
0: I'm sure he's proud looking at him I hope so and and one other thing that just sprang to mind as they say everyone dies twice so you die obviously when you die but you die then when the last time someone mentions your name so yeah. as long as you were out here doing your thing and spreading the message man it's like that legacy lives on
1: yeah 100% like, again there's a there's actually a quote here. like for anyone that doesn't know I love me quotes uh, like, You always know that yeah. but like I, <laughs> love them, I love me fucking quotes like there was a quote the other day and it was like that you have two lives and the fourth was it you have two lives when what was it you have two lives but when the fourth life the, yeah, the so second one starts
0: when, when you realize you only oh, have yeah, one. Oh yeah, sorry, yeah.
1: So it's like yeah. So the quote goes: you have two lives, and the second one starts when you realize you only have one. Yeah, and it's such an impactful oh, and powerful quote. Like do you know what I mean? And it's it's so true. So yeah, I'm just trying to do me and help as many people as I can with that. Like obviously, I don't want my payers to become totally around that of yeah, course, I, l- yeah. I like doing like every so often like you know like putting up quotes or putting up like you know motivational videos yeah, and yeah all definitely. that because kind of so, I know it does help people like now like before I put that video up I was like oh, why am I putting this up this and that kind of but after saying that like, there's so many people that commented on it saying like I didn't even know like do you yeah, know what yeah. mean? you're doing all this and you have all this going on like that brings it back to like with social media and like people commenting, and shit comments and like like I say, my comment section isn't bad. Like yeah. I'm I'm delighted. Just wait, my comments like you can do a game board in the wall like yeah, all right. like fuck off. Like, um, but like I laugh at them comments, but like even at that, like you, you genuinely don't know what like even people on the street, yeah. Like, you genuinely don't know what someone is going through. You don't know what someone is, has going on in the background, you know what I mean? Um and it's it's so so true. Like and you just have to be kind of not like be kind to everyone and all, but kind to of understand that like, like you don't know what anyone is going through, you know, what I mean. So just be a bit mindful with that. But like, it's madness. Like if someone takes if someone is taking like 10 seconds out of the day to watch your video, then comment on your video, what does that say about oh, them? Join yeah you know what yeah me? Yeah. And I And I've looked at that and I'm like, what is like, I used to, I used to, now I don't do it anymore, but when I was coming up, I used to like <laughs> reply to comments. Now yeah, wouldn't be any it. mad. Like I'd comment back saying, I love you and all. like join yeah. know what I mean? Like wind them up even more. Like I used to wind people up that were commenting bad videos. Yeah. But like now it's just as simple as pressing the comment. Mm-hmm. I don't get bothered by it. Like I genuinely couldn't, I don't get bothered by them. Um, because, like I said to you earlier, like I don't get bothered by bad comments anymore, or any like anything like that on my page or any videos. Not that I get many, but when I do, like, it doesn't bother me because I know the people that I'm helping. Do you know what I mean? I yeah. know that I'm actually helping people, so I couldn't give a fuck about bad comments, John. You know what I mean? like, I don't care. Like, do you know, I'm I'm doing my thing. I know where I want to get to, and nothing is gonna stop me from getting there. Do you know? So, I, like, I
0: think that's it. Uh, go uh, ahead, Leo. No, is, do you want to speak more about that? Or no, no, that's that's gonna, be, yeah, I was gonna. I said that I think that's a nice place to wrap it up to leave it. That's our message. Yeah, I just wanted to ask you yeah, yeah. about the, the Pennies event in London, because oh, I know that was big for you. Yeah, Can you man. Can talk
1: to us a bit about yeah, the- it? Yeah, it was crazy, man. Like, it's such a mad experience. Um, So, obviously, we went to Pennies. i reached out and said that, like, there's an event in London with John Stenzel. He's launching the NBA collection. Oh, yeah, and I was yeah. like, all right, yeah, yeah. Deadly, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, I'll be there. Yeah. But in reality, I was fucking losing my shit. <laughs> like, I was like, this is madness. Like, it's absolutely crazy. Um, And, yeah, so, we obviously, we got flown over. There was uh, a few Irish... Yeah, so there was me, anything, me it? James Doyle, King, Abib, and then Eric Roberts. Um, brilliant group, actually a brilliant group to bring over, such a good laugh. And then Paddy Smith actually met us over there because he lives in London, so he met us over there. But it was a brilliant group, like, I don't think he could have had a better group going over. Um, but yeah, we went over, checked in the hotel, and it was just amazing, like, it was just... Like the hotel was fucking classic. Do you know what I mean? Like it was just I think it was like a uh it was called. It was a, just a beautiful hotel. Checked into the hotel and then uh obviously went to the event and they were kinda of telling us like throughout the day, like there is gonna be famous people here, like so just don't, <laughs> don't, don't lose, like, your lose your, shit, your yeah. shit. Like, do you know what I mean? Like we can't tell you who because they knew but they couldn't tell us because they wanted it to be a surprise yeah, for us. Yeah, yeah, so uh, yeah. we got there and outside there was like a little photo part, so we walked up to the photo part and then obviously getting our photos and all that kind of stuff and um so I was getting my photo, right? And uh, someone goes, Oh, there's. And I turned, and then fucking Wes Nelson was beside me, waiting to get his photo. I was like, I, I I, actually looked like that. I was like, and then I looked again. I was like, What the fuck? And I, like, I didn't say, What the fuck? But I said in my head, like, Holy shit, that's fucking Wes Nelson. So I was like, Oh, there you go. I was like, I'm done now. So you know I mean, <laughs> yeah. uh, but like, that kind of, that was the caliber of people that were there. So you had Wes Nelson. Then I was walking around. There's people there that you were watching when you were younger. Like, you had fucking had Ashley Waters like Top Boy do you know what I mean mm. there you had fucking Akin Femme with like <laughs> so many big influential people and I was walking around like I was walking around like that like what the fuck like it was madness because like the difference between an event there and in Dublin was just like, oh, like levels hey. like yeah. it, it, there's levels to it like it was it was such an amazing experience and like I said like at one point I sat there and I was looking around was like what is going on like do you know what I mean yeah. Yeah and like it's it's crazy i'm so so grateful for opportunities like that because i know they don't come to everyone and i've put in a lot of grafts to get to where i am do you know what i mean mm-hmm. like and like that i think it all boils down to how bad they really want to succeed it all boils down to how bad do you really want to succeed do you know what i mean like yeah. are you gonna sacrifice nights out? To, like at the end of the day right i've always said this like Nights out ain't going anywhere. Parties ain't going anywhere Like do you know when like yeah. spending sprays, shopping sprays any of that stuff isn't going anywhere. Lock in for six months, absolutely graft. Because at the end of the day, like we were just talking about, consistency is the key and that is like a so so true. Like I've been so consistent over the last few months and it's like literally catapulted me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And hopefully it keeps going and like I'm just so happy and grateful where it is going and hopefully it just keeps growing and growing and fucking yes we have come back for a round
0: definitely. two and Is that pennies event would that be your kind of so far at peak of what yeah, that's done?
1: the um yeah that's the biggest oh, the
0: podcast surely yeah
1: no 100%, no, 100% <laughs> but, yeah no in terms of like achievements um the pennies is definitely up there like there's been so many like this year has been fucking crazy oh, like, man, this yeah. has been the biggest like this has been the best year of my life and i'll put that down like the, like from being brought away to london with pennies to like working with Coca-Cola like I've recently just done oh, have seen Coca-Cola videos, like, yeah, do you yeah, know yeah. What I mean? like I'm working with brands that I've number one years for years number two that are absolutely conglomerate do you know Massive, what I mean yeah, yeah. and the fact that I'm getting the opportunity to even like be in the same vicinity being that brand's kind of like do you know why? Yeah. do you yeah, know what I mean yeah. like that I'm actually in, not that I'm I'm not in there do you know what I mean I'll, I will eventually get there but yeah, I'm yeah. not in there like I'm still walking and I'm still nowhere near where I want to be like I'm nowhere near where I want to be do you know what I mean mm. and eventually I will get there but it's all like I say it's all about consistency hard work. like just mad like yeah you have the pennies definitely the biggest team before that was backstage a fucking uh metro boom and at longitude you know what i mean like, okay, yeah. like being backstage at longitude on the main stage and am looking out at everyone i'm like what the fuck is going on <laughs> like, did i, get I just had it? so many great opportunities <laughs> this year and I, I can't thank all the people that do support me enough like at the end of the day we were actually only talking about this the other day like like some youtubers i say some social media people or whatever they overlook people that support them do you know what mm-hmm. i mean like like I understand like it can get a bit like hectic with photos and all people ask for photos and get a bit annoying. But at the end of the day, right, you have to remember that's that person's only one time meeting you. That's that yeah. first time meeting you. Obviously, that could be your 100,000th time of meeting someone that follows you. But that's that first person. Mm. Like That's that person's first yeah, time definitely. meeting you. And at the end of the day, you're only in, in the position you are because of those people following you and liking your videos, sharing your videos, engaging with you. And you only get the, all these accolades and all these achievements because of the people that do support you. That's why I'm so incredibly appreciative of all the people that support me in any type of way possible because I at the end of the day I know I wouldn't be I wouldn't be sitting here without support to have I wouldn't be getting all these achievements doing all these great things without support to have so you have to be thankful every single day now I know obviously it can be it can be, yeah, it get sure, a bit yeah. tiring like but at the end of the day just it's their first time meeting you that's the way I've taught about it that's the way I've learned and uh, this way I've been told by people that I know that are big like like with millions of followers that you have to remember this this person's first time meeting you and um, but yeah, like I wanted to obviously touch on as well. Like I'm they would probably put this back before yeah, like yeah. the end. But like, I think your circle is so important as well. Like I did want to say this because... Obviously like a lot of people have asked me like how do I do it? Like how do I stay consistent? How do I stay accountable and all that kind of stuff? I think it is genuinely the people that you surround yourself with. Like you are who you surround yourself with. You surround yourself with like me, I surround that stats, surrounding myself with a lot of marketing people. I got good at marketing, surrounded myself with a lot of business people, got good at business, surrounded myself with a lot of like say influencers, creators, people I looked up to, got good at creating. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it it, what's it? The quote goes like if you surround yourself by five millionaires, you're gonna become the six millionaire. Do you know what I mean? It's you surround yourself by five, like, people that don't want anything in life, you're going to be the person that doesn't want anything in life. And I think I've been very lucky myself, like, with the with the network and the foundation that I've built, like, my circle is so small. Like, I wouldn't have many friends, if that makes sense. Yeah. I would have a lot of people that I know would say a lot to, but I have a very, very small circle and a very small people amount of people that I would listen to and really take their information on board because I know that they want the best for me, like, truly want the best for me. Like, say Michaela's family, like, as we were talking about families, like, her family have been immensely supportive of me, do you know what I mean? Like, and it's crazy the amount of support, like, it's really good as well. Like, I would have looked up to her, like, say her dad, her granddad, because her, her, her granddad is a businessman, do you know what I mean? A very successful businessman at that. And I have looked at like looked at him, look at what he's done, and I've been like, I want that, do you know what I mean? I want to be able to do that. And he's been a very big inf- like inspiration for me, same with her whole family, so they're all grafters, do you know what I mean? And that's where. Like i've learned that from the lab through the lab because i've been with michael for so long so i've seen that so that i've put that into the lab i've put it into my content creation i've put it into the marketing i see everything that i do because i know what good graft like i know where graft can take you it can take you to the fucking sky the sky's the limit you know what i mean and um, so i think having a very important like network and i'm so so thankful for the foundation that i have have built and the people that have like you know met yep so yeah Close oh, man
0: yeah we have a closing tradition obviously we're going to ask you to leave a question and yeah. then on the next episode the next guest will answer the question so what the, question do you want to leave for great question, next
1: mate? this is a great question this is a great question whoever's on next i've looked after you with this great <laughs> right, so my question for the next guest is right how big would you dream if you knew you couldn't fail i like it i like
0: it big like question it you'll see how the answer comes and <laughs> yeah, yeah. we'll see what they say but i'm looking forward to seeing the answer <laughs> yeah jay, tune in seeing tune in but jay thanks very much for yeah, very much for I your time you. number one but for your honesty your openness your vulnerability for sure and the highs and lows from all aspects of the journey you've been on the last last few years all the way back to the school days but even the last few months have been hectic for you and yeah. just your attitude your outlook the way you go about your craft the mindset you bring to what you do not just dwelling on you know getting complacent and what you've achieved so far but looking to what's next and what's ahead man you've got two fans sitting across thank from you so here much. so looking forward to seeing you continue Dave's to last, prosper thank
1: you, thank you very much i really appreciate it and looking forward to seeing the podcast go forward. thank you thank so much thank you
0: thank you dave <laughs> nice dave